Welcome back to this episode of the Deep Penetration Podcast. In case you guys don't know who I am, my name is Danny, and I am a love and self-esteem coach that works with the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, specifically, I work with gay men and bisexual men when it comes to all things love, self-esteem, navigating relationships, and really understanding how to cultivate and grow a healthy romantic relationship. Um, if this is your first time visiting the podcast, welcome. Um, and if you have already heard or seen some of my episodes before, then welcome back. As you know, I usually try to get right into um, the episodes. Also, by the way, I wanted to take a minute and say, what do you guys think about the new set? <laughs> about the look, the lights, the nice little nice little tree over here. Um, you probably noticed that it's a little bit different from the previous podcast episodes, but you know, I thought a little change was in order. Um, I love the set and I have to thank my videographer, George, for helping with that. He is amazing. You guys, if you guys follow me on TikTok, you probably saw him on my TikTok. Um, yep, you made a presentation on there. <laughs> uh, I don't think he knew that, but whatever. He said hi in the video. Um, so anyways, I hope you guys like the new set. Let me know what you think. Um, it's also super fun because I get to change the colors in the background whenever I want. So like if we're talking about like a super sad thing, we can make it a little more moodier or if it's a little bit more upbeat or happy, whatever. Little things like this make me happy. So just go with it. All right. So we are talking about heartbreak today, right? Um, that was a total shift in energy. I was like, yay, colors, everything looks amazing. Let's talk about heartbreak. Um, <laughs> but anyways, whatever. The subject is about heartbreak. So I maybe I could have chosen a different episode to talk about the set, but whatever. Sometimes you just got to be spontaneous and sporadic. Okay. Heartbreak. Let's talk about it. Why does heartbreak hurt so damn much. And honestly, if I was a gambling man, I would bet on this question being right up there with some of the most important questions mankind has been asking uh, since we evolved into higher thinking species, right? Questions like, what is the meaning of life? And where do we go when we die? And how did the universe come into existence? And why does a broken heart hurt so bad. And this question has been explored by some of the greatest philosophers in history. So Aristotle um, in his work, Rhetoric, uh, Friedrich Nietzsche in his work, The Gay Science, um, Jean-Paul Sartre in his work, Being and Nothingness, and several others. And I have to say, um, Jean-Paul Sartre's view on heartbreak really resonates with me uh, based on my own personal experience, right? And what I have come to learn working with with hundreds, if not, to be honest, thousands of people that have experienced heartbreak. You know, his philosophy speaks of, of heartbreak and the pain that we feel from it uh, as a result of our own sense of loss and emptiness, right? So when we fall in love and we project our own ideals and desires and aspirations onto our partners, um, and when that relationship ends, we are we're forced to confront that that those things will never actually be 
fulfilled, at least not with that person. So, you know, heartbreak is 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 so real that there is even a medical condition known as Takatsobu cardiomyopathy, uh, which was coined by a Japanese researcher back in 1990 because the shape of the heart represented a, a fishing pot when people were going through that. And the condition is actually uh, characterized by temporary weakening of the heart muscle and can cause symptoms like a heart attack. Um, and I reference these things because the first step in healing from heartbreak is to recognize and to validate that the pain you are currently experiencing or experienced is real. And look, as difficult as this may be and as ugly as heartbreak may be, here's the beauty of something breaking. It means that it was whole to begin with. So that means you have the ability to be whole again. So let's take a piece of pottery, for example, right? So you buy a piece of pottery and you set it on the shelf. And after a few days, um, it just blends into the surroundings, right? So much uh, so that you even forget that it's there. So you lose sight of it. And then one day it gets knocked over and it explodes into a million different pieces on the floor. And it you just kind of sit there looking at it, right? And you, you consciously are aware now of like each individual piece because you have to sit there and physically pick it up and clean it up. And you have two choices in this moment. So one, you can sweep all the pieces up and just throw them away and say, fuck it. You can grab all the pieces and put them back together. That's option number two. One will result in an empty space on your shelf for a period of time until you purchase an extra or an exact replica or another one just to fill that space or that void. And then guess what's going to happen? You're going to forget about it again. But the other one results in this beautiful, eccentric, one-of-a-kind piece that catches everyone's eye. So if you really had to take a step back and choose which one you would want to choose, if it was me... I would choose to put it back together, right? I would choose to create something new and beautiful out of what seemed to be disaster. There is um, there is a an art form in Japanese culture, and I can't remember I can't remember the name of it. Um, but essentially what it is 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 they take broken pottery and they put it back together with gold. And what you get is these beautiful um, veins of gold in these pottery pieces that now each, each one of them is a one-of-a-kind piece because no one-two pieces of pottery um, – breaks in the same way, right? It's different for every single piece. It's almost like its own individual fingerprint. Um, and that's what I imagine when I think about heartbreak and rebuilding and and creating something beautiful out of something that felt disastrous at one point. So that being said, I wanted to provide you with some some tips, right? Some suggestions to fixing your broken heart. And the first 
step is allowing yourself to feel your emotions, right? The first step in healing from a broken heart is to allow yourself to feel. It's natural to feel sad and angry and hurt and confused after a breakup. And suppressing these emotions can actually prolong the healing process. It can keep you stuck there longer than you want to be. So instead of giving yourself permission, so instead give yourself permission to to feel, to feel what you want to feel, to allow the emotions to come up naturally and to allow yourself to express them in a healthy way. And this can be this can look like you you crying or you journaling or you talking to a trusted friend or listening to uplifting music whatever it is you need to do but it's important to take note that allowing yourself to feel your emotions does not mean wallowing in self-pity or becoming consumed by negative thoughts it's okay to have your moments of sadness and grief, but it's also important to practice self-care and to take the steps to support your mental and emotional well-being. An exercise that I love to give my clients and I'm giving to you now is the timeout exercise. So if you feel yourself starting to get emotional, honor that moment. Excuse yourself, find a safe space or a quiet spot Set your timer for like five or 10 minutes and allow yourself to cry it out. And once that timer goes off, you brush yourself off and you keep pushing. And the reason why I say this is not because I want you to become some robot or or to, to ignore your feelings. No, it's quite the opposite, actually. I'm telling you to honor your feelings and to give yourself that time. But in the process, you also have to Train yourself to be more resilient and to believe that you will actually come out of this. So when you when you break that pattern um, in that that moment, you are reconditioning your mind to to not just sit in the pity and the wallow and 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 all of those things, right? Step two is to reflect on your relationship. And this is hard, right? So reflection is a key part of processing and healing. Um, However, this doesn't mean um, dwelling on the past or obsessing over, over what went wrong. And I know that that's easier said than done, but reflection is more so about taking a hard, honest, and objective look at your relationship and identifying what you can learn from it. You know, I I feel like in the queer community, and you know what, actually, I'm going to have a moment of just total transparency and honesty. I, I sometimes hesitate to, to really like just express what I feel in regards to um, my thoughts and my opinions around emotions and how we navigate emotions as men in the queer community, as gay men, bisexual men. Um, And for me, this is actually, I'm actually having a moment (laughs) with myself where I'm realizing that I'm even holding back a little bit sometimes because I'm afraid of, of criticism or judgment or, or leaving anybody out but the truth of the matter is, is I'm not going to 
connect with everybody. I'm not going to make everybody happy. I'm going to say things that people are going to disagree with. But that's part of the process. That's part of it. That's me taking a hard look at myself and taking a hard look at my relationship with all of you and saying, you know, what is it that I feel is really going to benefit you guys? And that is me being completely honest and, and authentic and real about these things. And the reason why I say that is because the thought that came to my mind when I was talking about these things is that I honest, I honestly feel and I oftentimes have experienced with clients that I've worked with or or just being out at like a at a bar. You know, one of my favorite places to go to in in Florida in Wilton Manors is a place called Rosie's. Amazing. Great, great restaurant. If you have never been there before, I highly recommend going there. They're super consistent. Love the staff. They're great. Um but when you kind of sit and let's say you just sit at the bar and have a glass of wine and you're a fly on the wall. There's a lot of conversations that you pick up on and that you hear. And I oftentimes find that when people experience heartbreak or they're going through something difficult in their relationship, we blame the other person. And it's never about us. Oh, I didn't do anything wrong. They fucked up. They don't know what they're missing out on. They're missing out on the the best experience of their life or, you know, I'm a catch or I'm a queen or I'm a king or I'm this. And look, at the end of the day, I appreciate that level of self-confidence. But there's also a touch of um, ignorance and arrogance in that because – if you really want to figure out why you continue to have failed relationships, it's important to take a step back and be reflective and to be, to be accountable for your actions. That does not take away from your experience with the heartbreak. The heartbreak is super real. But how you navigate that heartbreak and how you, you um, recover is even more important than the heartbreak itself. If you fail to learn the lesson, you will continue to repeat the same course over and over and over again until you finally pass. And the key to passing is being humble, humbling yourself, reflecting, analyzing the situation, and saying, what role did I play in this? Again, doesn't mean it's not going to hurt, and it doesn't mean it, does, it sucks. But at least you are becoming more self-aware so that you can navigate your next relationship in a more healthy way. That was a total just kind of rant that I went on, but I just felt the need that I, I just felt like I had to be honest in that moment. Not that I'm not honest 98% of the time, or at least try to be, but I am human and there are times where I even feel insecure about certain subjects or topics or whatever I'm talking about. Um, I share that all the time with George. George is the videographer and there are literally moments where I'll sit here and be like, <laughs> I don't know if that translated or I don't like that or I look jaundiced and dead in this video, right? <laughs> George, um, it, it's, it's a self-critical thing. It's a thing that we do to ourselves, but sometimes you just have to say fuck it and be honest. So anyways, here are some questions to ask yourself, right? So the first question is what were the strengths and the weaknesses of our relationship? That's one. Number two, what did I learn about myself in the relationship? 
Number three, what patterns of behavior did I notice in myself or in my partner that contributed to the breakup? And lastly, what would I do differently in a future relationship? And I want you to really focus on that one because a lot of people will say, what would I have done differently in my previous relationship? And what that actually does is that keeps you stuck in the past. Present, moment, and what you would do in the future. What would I do differently in a future relationship, okay? Reflecting on your relationship in a non judgmental and a compassionate way can help you gain clarity and and insight into what you want and what you need in future relationships. And it is also incredibly useful in the process of, of detaching in a healthy way. The third thing here is focusing on self-care and personal growth. So basically what this means is taking active steps towards prioritizing your well-being, improving your self-esteem, and cultivating positive habits and behaviors. So here are some ways that you can start to practice self-care that I share with my clients in my one-on-one coaching sessions, right? So practice self-compassion. That's first and foremost. Be kind and gentle with yourself and avoid self-blame or self-criticism. The other part is physical health, right? Eat healthy, exercise regularly, and get enough sleep and rest. That is super important. There's also positive self-talk, challenging negative self-talk and replacing it with positive affirmations and and self-encouragement to kind of boost yourself back up, right? Beat your own hype man, woman, whatever the case may be. Um, Personal interests, right? Engage in activities that bring you happiness and fulfillment. Um, Push yourself outside of your comfort zone and explore new hobbies or interests. This really does help to to rebuild self-confidence. And it's these little things that a lot of people um, ignore that can make the biggest difference. Build a strong support network, you know, reach out to friends, family, uh, a coach like myself or a therapist that that can help you and guide you to navigate these complex feelings. You know, remember healing, healing from a broken heart is a process and, and it's going to take time and effort to fully recover. But if you allow yourself to be patient with yourself and you allow yourself to take things one step out of t- at a time, you'll be okay. You'll get there. You know, you you are not the only person in history to experience heartbreak. The one thing that strings us all together is our universal shared experiences, right? This kind of collective experience or this collective consciousness. And one of the things that we all share in common is our experience with heartbreak. Yes, to varying degrees, depending on the person that we've lost. But regardless, we've all experienced heartbreak. And that's not to take away from your experience because what you're experiencing right now is very subjective and it can feel very isolating and you can feel like nobody in the world gets it or understands it because the people that you turn to for help have already gone through it. So they're on the other side of it, and they're giving you the the hindsight, the objective way of looking at it, which can feel kind of dismissive or detached, right? So 
a big part of this process is going to be you kind of navigating this on your own to be to be honest but that doesn't mean that you have to do it alone 24 7. there are people that want to help you and that want to support you you just have to learn to let them in i hope you found this episode to be helpful i hope you you um are able to to heal um, you know, I would say I hope you're able to heal quickly, but <laughs> being a relationship coach, I know that it takes time and it is on your time um, and there is no rushing it. But just know that you will be okay. And if you need help, if you need somebody to talk to, if you feel alone, if you don't feel like you have the support system or the network, reach out. I am more than happy to support you and help you through this process. That is what I do. Again, I hope you guys are having an amazing day. Um, Again, I hope you found it motivational, inspirational, educational, whatever the case may be. And I will see you guys in the next episode.